and the herd ran in fear. And the dark ones, children of the worm, walked the streets in the day. I turned my head from the sight. The phoenix told me, this is as it shall be, but not as it should. The phoenix left me then. Now I cannot dream. I can only remember the signs, each one in perfect detail. These are the last days. May Gaia have mercy on us. 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade presents Werewolf the Apocalypse, a review podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Bob from 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade here with Nick. Hey, everybody. And we're about to go over the gameplay review. We got the full copying version of Werewolf Heart of the Forest. Now, what I what I want to get into is that we did a review previously of the demo, and I don't think that was quite enough. I don't know. Um, we, we got the demo, and it definitely left me wanting more. It definitely left me curious as to what the full version is, right? Um, to remind you folks, Werewolf the Apocalypse Heart of the Forest is the first ever uh, game made by, well... I don't want to say made by, but made for War of the Apocalypse in its totality. And what I mean by that totality is they're including the story. They're including elements clearly of War of the Apocalypse that they're putting in your hands. They're trying to immerse you in the lore and, and the history about it. That makes it more than a 2D. I don't even know why I said 2D. I kind of feel that, though, that there are a lot of games that maybe would like create a smashy, blocky, destroy everything, but would miss the point of being a werewolf. And um, I don't know. I didn't get that from this game. Did you, Nick? No, uh, it went really well into the uh, into the mentality and philosophy of uh, of being a werewolf. I agree. I mean, some of the elements in here that I th- that I think work well. I mean, let's tell you a little bit about the story. Let's start there. Just a refresher. Right. Heart of the Forest is a narrative adventure game. And uh, it's, you know, it's the first adaptation, like I said, of the legendary tabletop game uh, where of the apocalypse. And that's fine. But is it really? And, you know, me and Nick both feel, yes, it absolutely is. It, it lands home with that. With it being a narrative adventure game, they're able to write the story and, and definitely make it feel Werewolf the Apocalypse without missing a beat. And that's definitely there. It says you play as a main character, Maya. And uh, and you do. Maya is a young woman um, who's looking for clues about her family. And uh, the, it leads her to Central Europe, to the Bioesca Forest. And that is the the whole scope of the game beginning is just getting used to the fact that you're you're her now there's something we just started doing we started reviewing uh the first edition werewolf books uh, on our own podcast for 25 years and a lot of playing this game rang home with what we were going through did you get that feel nick i did uh, it got me super excited i love the idea that i would just be playing through this you get these normal scenarios where you're just like sitting on a bus <laughs> and uh, and somebody says something that just kind of triggers you all of a sudden you got a rage added you know like all right th- this is great this is a this is exactly what i'm looking for right right feel it felt like you had an st yeah and, and, and a lot of times you know just you made this choice well here's the st thing make that roll lose a rage gain a rate like you it felt like you were role playing yeah, there's no question. To that end, I can't uh, speak enough to the the mechanics they put in. Like they mentioned RPG mechanics, and uh, they're there. They're there in an eerie way. I'm, for for a lot of people who maybe doubted that a narrative story was going to be fun, um, it's more than fun. Like when you get to this forest and things start kicking off, and she's exploring, it's great to see her attitude change based on what you're choosing. 
Because when you're playing Maya, you don't know what, you know you're going to be a werewolf, right? You know that much. You don't know the tribe. You don't know what she's about to go through. You don't know what's going to change her. And it's all based on your opinion, how you feel she should react to it. And in that end, you feel you're at the helm. I really like that. Nothing worse to a, to a narrative story than to feel that you're confined. That, you know, you can't make a different choice. And sometimes it's fun just to go back and make different ones to see a broader story as well. And you have that opportunity in here. Uh, so, so much so. Yep. What is it, Nick? I'm trying to think. It said, uh, what was it? How many mainline endings were there? Uh, there's five main endings uh, to the story. Um, but they said there's over like 200,000 uh, different story branches that you can weave around. I mean, obviously, like a lot of the steps are going to be the same in a lot of those versions. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get to five pretty cool whatever endings that seem to seem to fit you pretty well. And plenty of different paths to take to get there. That, uh, that hundred plus unique scenes as well uh, to see from different perspectives, just just from your choices alone. I like that. I like that. It definitely speaks to a high level of variety. And, you know, and I've, and I've heard stories of some people going through the game in two hours, which to me, did they read? Right. right? <laughs> some some speed reading champions zip through there. Um, some folks said they take even longer. You know, they're just enjoying the story, the ambiance, hearing the sound and comparing to what's going on. I had, I had one weird comment where someone told me they were having fun going through and trying to counter sketch. I never heard of that. Uh, what, what is that? It's like they see the uh, like the music and the situation that happened and like they see the artwork put in a game, but they wanted to write their version of what artwork should fit there. Huh. Like they were just inspired by it, not to challenge it, but felt inspired to it. I was like, I never heard of counter sketching before, but that's kind of cool. Certainly it happens. Uh, that's interesting. Kind of weird, but cool. Definitely cool. I never heard of it. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I know the first thing about sketching other than there's a pencil involved and I did a pelican. So that was in, in our class. So <laughs> it sounds pretty sketchy to me, Bob. It definitely sketching. Um, but, you know, it goes through the aspects of the world of darkness that you like. Um, I'm going to point out the whole time I wasn't certain if Maya was a good werewolf. And maybe, well, it is my play style. I like doing this. I like poking to see if the company had the guts to go the distance in something like this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if I, we know the worms there. Yep. Right. Worms, definitely a presence, definitely a corruption feel. Could I become as dark as possible? And I thought I went on that path and I thought I was heading there pretty quick just to see it. And it turns out the path I took, there were some strong moral decisions I made that Bob couldn't let go. Right. Just didn't like, didn't matter if the bad choice is the right choice. I just, I stood against it. And of course, that took me out of the official. I guess I'm not worm corruptible. I'm curious if it's there, Nick. Did you did you go the bad route? I didn't, um, though, because uh, there was a couple things I did. I I, I went a playthrough with uh, with a theurge because I wanted to see how good they handled the mystical aspect, right? Because it's always my favorite part of Werewolf. And the other way I went through was as a philodox, which is you know neither super exciting or 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 not very exciting right it's just this the the philodox is always this plain neutral so can they still keep the story compelling while just making you you know like the the casual bystander and judge and watcher what the, what they got me in this game is they got me wanting to protect this forest yeah and i felt i felt the forest was a primordial neutral okay it wasn't good it wasn't evil it's so ancient that it doesn't recognize that morality play, right? There are things you figured out about her past, at least in my playthrough. And the other one I started to play around with 
where the town's sort of very, oh my God, your family. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, we don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, yes, she's a BSD. No one wants to mention it. Perfect. You know, right, right. Where's that at? Where's that content? I, you know, I couldn't find it. You know, there's still time to play through it, but you know, we wanted to get this out. And, and I felt it was cool. I mean, they had some pretty decent places uh, chosen in the Bioesca Forest. Like, like, it was really cool to see the places of power that they had marked out. Well, the, well, the story, we already went over that, what they what they looked up and having a um, kind of a diviner, diviners from around the world. Is it diviners? I don't know how to pronounce that term exactly. And uh, they, from around the world, had, do go here to this forest specifically. Drawn yeah. to it. That there there is a primordial essence to it, a, a feel uh, to be in this, this ancient of forest. And even in the game, when it describes like an ancient war, right? The dead trees in the ground seem to be fallen soldiers. And the ones that are standing up are still carrying on that fight after uh, who knows, like eons, they're still here. And I love that description. It puts a forest in perspective. Yep. Like, you know, we had the measly man-made ponds around Illinois, you know, where we would develop a park and we're like, wow, it's big. It's a whole 3.5 miles, you know, and there's trees on the outskirts and Hey, we threw the trout in there. Isn't that cool? And, uh, it made me chuckle because you think of something like this forest and uh, no joke that that place has to be awing even to be in and they capture it in this game, I feel. And, and it's not like they show you wide windswept what the Bioesco forest is. They use narrative in conjunction with the sound, which is more than compelling enough to make you feel you were here and in somewhere special. Yep. That's that's hard to do. But I'm curious what you felt about the logging site. Uh, the logging site to me wasn't really the most important part of this story. Uh, it, I, uh, I, I mean, the idea of the of the rebellious, um, you know, like eco sabers um, unite thing was was, was kind of so so. There's there's story events that happen there that are important and unavoidable. But to me, I tried to spend as much time in the forest as I could, because uh, that's a that's just a better a better spot. Every time you go to, uh, I mean, you meet your main characters at the logging site, you know, and there's obviously two camps that kind of set up on on different ways they want to approach the situation, and and you kind of split off and decide what you're going to do and how you're going to do. But uh, but for me, I tried to spend every single ounce of time I could in the forest, and the forest itself in this game is a character yes and and that's what i really liked about it there was a uh, obvious uh interactions and reactions and things like that that you can go through that you know just playing with the and the forest opinion of you and, and exploring the forest and, and trying to understand the history of the forest that made the game in my opinion way more exciting than uh than just well the logging site where ugh, greedy corporations are coming to ruin everything and geniusly they chose us uh, some, some real events that happen uh for that logging site like once again that that is a place where protests in the bioesca took place to stop or try to stop uh the deforestation mass de- deforestation of that forest yep and made this a it's a kind of a personal touch i enjoy kind of immortalized the forest in a way by putting it in as a focus of the video game the other half is every time you dealt with the concept that they have harvesters there they put you in a position at least the selections i made and on uh, both the demo and the full playthrough, it, I just ended up being this person who had to decide between the needs of the forest and, you know, the, the urge to to know it all. And I was I was definitely a staunch defender 
just because it felt it needed it. Yep. Right. It's ancient. It's there. And look at look at mankind encroaching and kind of just coming in and just taking and taking, not understanding it. And here's what were you born for? And that's when I knew they had hit hit it on the head for how that's how a guru should feel. I felt, you know, you're reading this going through. You may not know what you are yet, but as you're figuring it out, you're kind of called to all these uh, sounds, sights and smells that are definitely more enhanced than they ever were before you were here. And they're calling to you. And they're definitely calling them to Maya in this in the story. I keep saying you because, of course, you're playing her. But uh, the the feel of it's cool just to see what she's going through and how she's taking it, whether or not you keep your friends in place or not, or support group. Do you include them in? Do you not? There's so much in personal decision and choice that you take this character through that by the time you get to the the group stuff, we'll call it, um, there's some hard turn choices. And most games, you don't really... At least I don't. I don't really care too much. Like, you could play a dozen... I like the vampire games. Don't get it wrong. But you fall into a kind of a mojo, right? I'm going to feed on someone. Mm-hmm. My humanity's going to take a hit. It's going to suck for the fam, but, you know, who cares? I got I got things to do now that I'm immortal, <laughs> you know? And here it felt I had a responsibility. Could I keep what I had? And you find out the werewolves, the guru do not mess around. There, There's no mess around. There's a level of instinct they captured, I felt. And how they were handling things in terms of uh, certain path choices when she wakes up and realizes what she is. Not to reveal too much in the events, but just the general feel. Um, yep. Do you feel they they missed the mark at all in terms of like, you know, the awakening? Um, no. The first change? Yeah. No. Um, there's uh, there's some definite parts to it that are uh, that are that are interesting. Right. Um, seeing the moon change from just gibbous to full uh randomly in the middle of that that was a that was a neat thing to see on top of that instantly you're slammed into this instinctual state where uh your your wolf nature takes over and, and you go through different choices and actions as as you kind of go through that and uh and end up you know in a place that almost seems like it was destined to be there i agree I agree. That's that's something that uh, even I didn't even think about. I, I like being an ST for a lot of things, and it was hard for me to put into words everything that someone... Because when you're told the first change is supposed to be this confusing experience, and you don't quite know what's going on, the most profound thing was it was described the pain. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think... I, I, I never thought about that. Did you? The the amount of pain you must have been going through the first time you took Kronos? That war form? Um, I thought about it when I was watching like an American werewolf in Paris, but beyond that, like, uh, just playing werewolf itself, it was never a thing that, that really got brought to the fore. But then again, I'd never played a first change game here. And, and, and should you have to, right? And I think that's what this game challenges. Should you have to wait to play a first change game to understand that an experienced werewolf would be someone who's used to that pain and are able to shrug it off? Should you not? walk the players through it to kind of get the responsibility of what they are. Right. And in and, and this way, that game taught me, right. It, it was teacher as much as it was to enjoy and be an entertainment piece of the material you had. And I think that's very, very hard uh, for someone to make a video game for, because that experience isn't textbook. I mean, we went over it. Yep. I never once got a deep profound insight that we have to hammer home the horror of being aware of. It was all focused on being the heroic aspect, right. And getting it done. Yeah. 
we're super awesome, mighty, and of course there's pain in the back of your head. Yeah, negligible, eye on the price sort of thing. And and here they made you feel it. And that's... Uh, yep, you get done with that horrible event, and then you got to slink back home, butt <laughs> naked, at the at the rising of the light. And then... And then your uh, two people that you're in your bed and breakfast with, you've got to kind of explain to them why you just did that. <laughs> where were you? Where you? Where were you last <laughs> night? And I, I will admit this. I had a very awkward, oh no, type feeling about how they're going to view her. Right? This character I'm playing, she shows up and it's like, oh, what were you up to? And it's like, uh, they give you options and none of them were like, I just, you know, I, I'm just not going to say anything. It was like, you had to make a choice very realistically. And I was like, oh no, is this where I get caught? I get called a whole bunch of stuff. Or what if I don't know entirely what I did last night? Hmm. What else was I going to find out? You know, I'm just, just here now. And I was like, oh, sh- well, what would happen? And I was very eager to find out. Um, I wonder, right? I haven't played through all the playthroughs. So maybe one and a half. So I'm, I'm real curious if they're, you know, maybe the others, something does happen and, and goes down, which would be very interesting. Um, we'll see. But there's a lot of surprises in this game, I felt. But that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. I uh, The demo previously, we told you, was, it was amazing. It was great to hear they had coming out. A lot of talent to go with it. That still holds true. And they held up on their end across the board, everything they said they were going to do. And uh, yeah. without, without question. The one thing, though, that we noticed, and that's maybe because we're I will fully admit that we are fanboys of the the Geta Fenris. Yep. Right? Definitely are. We love them. Yep. Great tribe can't please everybody, and there's a story perspective. Now, before we before you think what we're going to do, I'm going to surprise you a little bit. This is a story written from the perspective of a first-change werewolf, and she's in a different circumstance. And we're not in any way going to ruin anything that happens with her. That's what you pay for. That's what that's about for her. However, there's a portrayal we've come across twice, and yep. we're kind of cringing. We don't know what the new World Edition is going to be like for it, if they're there at all. But there's a projected image of what the Get are, and, and this game had a very horrific. Like to re- what did you describe it, Nick? Um, I for me, I said it was it was like it was like the being gutted, right? The uh, the in the British terminology. I was gutted. It's like a, it's like your, your stomach just falls out of you. Um, when, when I read their description of the get a Fenris, it, to me, it was everything that they should have taken out of the get a Fenris. Only that was the only thing they left in and they just turned him into the worst possible version of themselves that they could ever be. And it, and it tied in. Right now, this this is clever writing. I'm going to state this. It's tied in very much into what the story is here. There's a past. There's a history with the forest, her family, everything. All these events tie into stuff. And you don't know the full 100% everything. Probably on purpose. Maybe that's a ramp off for a walkabout and everyone to go through. Um, but we're going to, you know, we'll leave that where it is. Other than we're talking about Get Offender's portrayal. Yep. Now, we weren't the first to, to, to be told about it. It was like. Just, you know, FYI, blah. And and it hit and was like, ah, we'll see it for ourselves and whatever. And then when Nick saw it and then, then when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, man. I didn't see it coming. Right. I, I like I had heard nothing. I read it and I was just it, it was wounding. Let, let me tell you the worst part. 
um, you know, for walkabout, different tales, right? I want you guys to hear this clearly from me, everybody hear it. We're doing reviews of first edition werewolf. I will not take away from what they wrote about the get offenders there and their portrayal. Because if you keep the surface portrayal from the first book, definitely if you look in the was it the rites of uh, passage? Yep. Um, that we just reviewed, we definitely get where it's coming from about that tribe. It all but, right? It all but kind of nails in the head of what they may be like. Yep. And uh, that's that's very, very hard. You guys didn't write that. But where we're coming from is the fact that we have um, the tribe books that we wrote. That we Sorry, we didn't write a tribe, but my brain just went sideways. The tribe books that we read about the Get Offenders up to this point, and then in the reviews of them, having read them, used them, and played that, they definitely do fix the tribe quite a bit. And there's an outside perspective they look at them that's that's on them to do it. And uh, that's... That's uh, that's one thing people just have to realize. You have to read the Get a Fenner's Tribe book in its revision and everything else to truly get what they're trying to go for. Is it is it Norris? We're not trying to do a review of it, but is it Norris? And does it mix werewolf and guru and our hard elements and whatnot and bad guys in the tribe and, and villainous material? Of course. We're not trying to check that. We're not trying to say that something that has to be there, but... I'll be honest, it felt like when I saw this in this game that that was a, a nail in the coffin. Yeah. Right? That's that's what I got. That from reviewing the first dead, seeing this and the nail in the coffin, I felt that this was going to be the sealed version of what may happen to the Get Offenders. I just looked at it and I, I prayed with everything that there was inside me that this is not what W5 has in store for the, for the Fenrir. I don't want to see them become this evil force. I don't want every every idiot who barely understood the get a Fenris who showed up at a LARP with Jack boots and suspenders um, screaming about how almighty amazing and, and pure they were to get any kind of satisfaction out of the get a Fenris and saying, look what, see, this is what they were all along because they misinterpreted it. And then others saw that and they misinterpreted and it just became like this, uh, I don't know, this uh, terrible thing. Well, we ha- to me, that that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. And what we have here is, uh, other than me agreeing with you and that passion of it, we do get that they have ammo, right? There was written ammo where you could take that on the surface and run with it. However, when you read that tribe book, it opens up. That's like a sliver of the story. Call it clever writing and updated material, if you will. Yeah. But it's a sliver of the story. And, and especially in a tribe that respects, you know, its strength. That's what they're going for. Yeah. Right. That's it's almost almost a worship of it. Right. So that's that's in and of itself. And that's all we got to say. But this game, again, I'm defending it and the writers because they picked a good tribe to make a villain of a type from the perspective of those who had heard anything about their experience in the story elements of part of the forest about it sure if you needed to make a a tribe an enemy i mean but do the guru not already have enough enemies right but got to remember we're making a dollar uh-huh. we're making a dollar and to be a writer is to have a compelling story and to have a really gripping story you got to do what they did got to remember taking some taking guys like us fans and not having it it just seems like a superhero game and ah uh, it's you come in your own and it's great. And there's no difficult choice. Or there's no, oh, wait a minute. You got to have something to talk about. And that leaves you wanting more. They didn't close end it either. It's just, we don't know the full it's going to be. It just started. They just got their first out. Right. So they got room. We don't know. 
right? Yeah, we could be we could be assuming the worst. Maybe you know that's uh, I'm sitting. I've started thinking. I was like, or we could see the next rendition of Redemption. Don't know. Yep. Don't know. Um, I do like though um, the portrayal of the tribes is on point for who they do have in game, and you do see it. You could you could see the elements there, and that's cool. Mm. And uh, they don't disappoint. So I feel that it was not an attack on our most loved tribe or one of the most loved. I really. I got like three, but the, the point is that it was one of them and it's a stereotype and there's a lot of them. You can stereotype and do that too. I want to point that out. Not just to get just those are the ones taking a lot of heat because it's very easy after all. Well, what my favorite thing in the world to hear about the get is when someone says all the get offenders were, were fought for Hitler. Ugh. And I was like, you, you didn't read the tribe book at all. Right? right. You immediately go there. Like it'd be nice if you read it. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, that's all right. Um, it's it's a total it's a total statement, but it's a statement I feel to troll people who are get fanboys. It's designed to get you to have that fire and you to have that counter to it because they're right to a point. Some did, right? But then you don't get to hear the heroic story how they purged their clan of this element or their clan their tribe of this element. They took it to them, right? That wasn't it's not strength to follow someone at all to do what he was doing, and they made that point, and that's what they worked to do. And that's that's just one of the kind of insights to it that you got to read a little more. But the average person isn't going to. What I mean by that, if it's not your favorite tribe, you're not going to put that kind of effort to get to know. It's that simple. So aside from that, does it take away from this game? No. In fact, I feel it made it more interesting. It made a talking point, kept it relevant in your mind. That's actually what started me in a second playthrough. If we could find out more about about the tale when they do mention it, I'm not gonna lie. I did the exact same thing. I wanted to get to the I wanted to get to the heart of where the Get a Fenris story was. I wanted to find the option in the game where I could choose Get a Fenris as my tribe. If anything, to redeem them. Yep. And and to just shut that black fury up about what the Get really are. I well said, well said. So in this, uh, you know, quick. Kind of kind of review of the full game. I'm gonna tell you if you haven't gotten it, if you haven't gotten Heart of the Force yet, you need to. Um, especially if you're a werewolf fan. This will this will wet your whistle for a little bit. It'll it'll keep you engaged. It's a fun tale. These these guys put a lot of effort into it, and it's and it's something that uh, it warrants us going through the full, saying that we did it. A lot of times you'll hear us talk about a game, and uh, when we do, it's like, of course we get the demo, we played around with it. Oh, it's awesome, it's great. Of course we have intent to buy it, you know, and get it, because that's kind of how the industry works, you know, and we know a little bit more. It's cool and more than loyalty if we like it. Uh, here at 25, we absolutely got it. Um, we got our copies. We went through it. We danced with it. And uh, it's it's a, it's it's an A-star effort. I don't know what else to say on top of it other than if you haven't played it, you're missing out. I, uh, I look forward to them making more games uh, like this, more like even in this vein. It's uh, it's not for a busy adult like like us. This is a this is a quick and easy game that you can sit down and uh, and have a story told, you know, in a night or in a couple of nights without having to worry about constantly coming up and doing your upkeep on it. Right. Worrying about, uh, you know, having to constantly slay away at something. This is just a great takeaway. It's a great story to decompress and wind out your time. And it does obviously have the play through it again, play through it again, play through it again. You know, uh stuff going on with with the, with the different branches and options. I, I, you know what? Again, well said. Um, in addition to that, it's free fans. That's, that's the most important part. If you're a fan of werewolf, if you're looking for a game that hit werewolf, made you think and feel and enjoy werewolf, 
or maybe it's a perspective you hadn't thought of, this this is a game for it. This is absolutely refreshing. And uh, that's that's what I have to say. It's why I'm why I got it. Thank yeah. Uh, in, in, in my very core, if this is kind of like a start of what we're going to be seeing with games like Earthblood, if, if Earthblood is more in this vein than like a Marvel superhero game, then I'm super excited. I would agree. I can't talk to that. We know it's out. We've seen demos of it. Because, yeah, we don't know. But we have no idea. And it's and it's a different thing. And this is not a, this is narrative. We, we Yeah. You know. Um, I'm with you though. I appreciate the narrative. Yep. I think the narrative engages the imagination more and it marries in the center. Plus, plus it's not one of these sizable gigabyte monsters that are just, it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick. I'm glad it didn't take that. It's, it's, it's a callback to less is more. And they did more, uh, with what they worked with to keep you gripped and, and engage. It's just awesome. And I'm hoping they'll release packets. They got to release, you know, add-ons and more stories. At least is my hope, um, to kind of kick out further story from this yep because for me personally it'd be great to have come across the bane and to have handled anything in the umbra at all in this game it would have been like super awesome to to have had to deal with that and uh and if they have expansions or extra things like that coming out or additional storylines fingers crossed folks i really hope to see some some cool umbra stuff i Really like to see what other people's opinion of the opera is, <laughs> other than just my own imagination, you know? <laughs> to see it out. Especially with artwork. I agree. I agree. Can't never mind. That's the joke I was gonna say. You it would take a lot more to explain than just to say it. So um <laughs> we want to thank Walkabout for uh giving us this chance uh to uh kind of go through, play with the material, uh get an idea of what's going on. Um I don't know, it was I do know it, it's it's a joy. It's a joy. Um so from the bottom of my heart. Um, Piotr, thank you for thinking of us and throwing us out here. Um, Piotr, uh, I want to say your last name. I always go to do it and I butcher it. Um, it's G N Y P I'll spell it. It's only four letters and <laughs> that way I hurt nobody. And, uh, that's what it is. Um, thank you for reaching out on behalf of 25 years, Nick and I, well, I'll say it for me. I uh, thank you. Um, this is definitely an awesome chance for us and we, we appreciate it. And you guys, the team did an amazing job. And of course, different tales, you as well. Take care, good night, and have a good one. Thank you for listening to our 25 years of Vampire the Masquerade podcast. If you liked what you heard, please reach out and let us know on Twitter at 25 years of VTM, at our email, info at 25yearsvtm.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash 25 years VTM, or on our website, www.25yearsvtm.com. If you would like to support us, we can be found at patreon.com slash 25 years of Vampire the Masquerade.